to A Life Designed. My name is Tina Heisman. I help women who are struggling with the overwhelm of trying to balance being a wife, mother, and career woman. When they work with me, they discover how to design their life so they can feel happier and more connected to their families. The topic of today's podcast is how not to absorb your husband's anger. But before we get started, I do have something for you. It is my ultimate guide to guilt-free self-care. Visit my website, tinaheisman.com, to download it for free. I would also like to invite you to my private group on Facebook, where you can come to get positive inspiration for your life. Search A Life Designed in the Facebook search bar. Now let's dive in and talk about how not to absorb your husband's anger. I guess we're on a little bit of an angry emotional kick here. <laughs> a couple of weeks ago, we talked about your husband's anger, and then we talked about your anger, my anger, our anger as women. But now I want to talk to you about how to not absorb your husband's anger, or this could go for anyone, of course. But I'm sharing this with you because it's something that I have had to work on, and it's something that I help my clients with too. So when your husband yells at you, more like in your direction, if you're anything like me, it involves a total body reaction. It's like a physical reaction in my body. It could make my all of my muscles tense up, or it could make my head hurt. It could feel like there's like a sword piercing my heart, or it, it could cause fear and like jitteriness, or cause my stomach to start churning and turning. That those are just like some of the physical reactions that I have when I'm like being yelled at or confronted or anything like that. And I would encourage you to try to notice your physical reaction to that as well, because most of us do have a physical reaction and it knocks us off of our center and it takes us out of the peaceful state that we were in before it happened. And for me, like it could cause a different reaction, like yelling back or maybe walking away or something like that. But a lot of times what happens is then the woman yells back and now they're both yelling and it's a fight and neither of them really want to be there but nobody's really taught us how to stop this cycle. And so that's what we're gonna to do today because I know that we all hate fighting, we all hate yelling, and we all hate like when someone else's yelling causes us to not be like our best version of ourselves, right? And so that's, that's kind of where I'm coming from is that I want to try to love people no matter what, and that doesn't mean being a doormat, but it means learning our own strength so that someone can yell at us and we can still be the woman that we want to be. And so that's where I'm coming at today. I want to teach you how you can remain calm and in your center the next time your husband yells at you because you can do it. And I'm going to show you how I'm going to show you how you can let your husband have his reaction and still love him and remain connected to him regardless of his behavior. Sound good? Okay. So, hey, if you missed it, I recorded a podcast on March 3rd about how to stop fighting with your spouse. So I would totally recommend you go back and listen to that one, too, because that will be helpful. And then the last couple that I did also had to do with his anger and your anger. So those would also be great to listen to as well. But as far as not absorbing the emotion, that's what we're going to talk about today. So first, I'm going to share the mental aspect of it with you, and then we're going to talk about that emotional aspect. So the first truth that you need to know is that your husband's anger is caused 
by the thoughts he is having in his mind. It is not caused by whatever you said or did. It is caused by what he thinks about what you said or did. Please let this truth set you free. Your husband's anger is not caused by you. It is caused by his thoughts. Thoughts cause feelings, which cause us to take action. As humans, we are all responsible for our own thoughts, feelings, and actions. You are not responsible for your husband's thoughts, feelings, or actions, and he is not responsible for yours. It's not possible to take responsibility really for someone else's thoughts, feelings, and actions, and there's nothing good that could come from it, from even trying it. It doesn't serve either of you. It doesn't help anything. It's, if you're trying to do that, it's just way too much of an emotional burden, and it's not going to work, right? So that's a whole other conversation, though. <laughs> no one can make you have a feeling, and I want you to know that any feeling you have is caused by a thought you're thinking. Because sometimes what I see is women taking responsibility for their husband's anger as if she caused it by not being a good wife. That is never true. How you are as a wife will never cause your husband's anger. His thoughts about what you might say and do are what cause his anger. He might tell you it's your fault that he's yelling at you because of whatever you said or did. No, ma'am, it's not. He yelled because he chose to yell. That's his responsibility, not yours. I hope this piece of information allows you to mentally disconnect from his emotion. It is his, not yours. You do not need to take his emotions into your body. Even if he's right about whatever he's angry about, even if you made a mistake and you need to apologize, you did not cause his emotions and you do not need to absorb his anger. It's important that you know that because if you absorb his anger, which is what we normally do, you will be angry, you will be pulled off of your center, and you won't be able to see the situation clearly and bring peace to it. You will want to create, you. what we want is to create connection in your relationship, but by absorbing his anger, you're actually creating more disconnect, right? So it's, it's giving us the opposite of what we really want. Another problem that happens when a husband gets angry at his wife is that the wife is upset about what her husband is thinking about her, how he is judging her. She doesn't want him to judge her negatively. I get that. And it might create fear about the stability of your marriage as well. And so a lot of women try to control the situation. I totally get that. I really do. And it's very human. But the truth is we have no control over what someone else thinks of us. We have to let that go. And that is so freeing. I promise you. It feels so much better than trying to control how other people think and feel about you. You don't have to worry about it. Let it go. So many of the women I coach are on a journey in life where they're working on being the woman they want to be, the woman they want to be remembered for. I had a client who just said that to me the other day, and I just love that. So try to remember that the next time your husband yells at you, it will help you respond better, right? Like how in this moment do I act as the woman I want to be? That's a great question to ask yourself. 
So sometimes as women, we want to blame our husband for causing us to yell, but that is giving our power away. You have 100% control over your emotions. So when we blame our husband for making us yell, we're giving them the credit for our behavior. And that is not how it works, right? So we have to take responsibility. And here's one thing I want you to know. Keeping your cool and not yelling back does not mean that you condone his yelling at you. It just means you're listening. And it doesn't mean you're weak in a doormat. It actually means you're very, very strong. Very strong. And I want you to keep in mind, as humans, we need to separate out the person from their behavior. Your husband is a good man. He is 100% worthy and lovable. It's totally okay that you don't like his behavior in this moment, but that doesn't mean that you shouldn't act loving toward him, right? We can still, we can still disagree with someone, but not act unlovingly, right? So just know that you do not have to react in the moment when that's happening to you and that you have 100% control over how you respond. So now that we've got that mental work covered, I want to talk about the practical tips for how to handle the anger in the moment that it's happening and not absorb it. So I'm going to share several tools with you. And I would encourage you to create your own strategy for what works for you. You could use one tool or two or three or all of them, but these are meant for you to pick what resonates with you most. So that's what I want you to listen to. So the very first tool is to remind yourself of those truths that we just spoke about. Your husband's anger is his. You are not causing it. He is causing it with his thoughts. Just remember that first. The second tool is to breathe. Seriously, don't underestimate the power of your breath. It will help you keep your center. The best kind of breathing in this type of a situation is belly breathing. It's deep and centering, and it will help you remain peaceful. So put your hand on your stomach if you need to, to help you remember it. And just make sure you can feel your stomach moving in and out as you breathe. This deep centered breathing is going to help you be peaceful. I'd also say try to keep your feet like kind of grounded into the ground, like just stay grounded, stay peaceful, stay present and be breathing. Now, a third tool is to imagine like a clear bubble around you or a clear shield in front of you, maybe, or even like a clear glass wall. And that is going to protect you from his energy of his anger. This will allow you to see and acknowledge his emotion without absorbing it into your body, just by imagining this there. It's just, it's just a tool to help you remember that you don't have to take it in. And so it's a visual tool for those of you who are visual because absorbing his anger, right, it's not good for either of you. And so that's one that helps people, like I said, who are visual. And so the fourth tool is to become the watcher of the situation. This is another visual tool. Step outside of the situation and watch it from like outside of your body, like you're watching a movie. Like to me, it does feel like I'm stepping outside of my body and I'm watching these two people in this interaction. This helps you stay disconnected from his feelings and it helps you stay more objective. That's kind of another cool tool that helps me a lot. So the fifth tool is to resist the urge to judge your husband for how terrible you think he is acting or how wrong he is in this moment. Even 
if that's true, like even if he's totally wrong and he's totally overreacting, even if that's true, there is no upside to thinking it. Instead, shift into a mode of curiosity. Instead of defending yourself, seek to understand him and listen to him. Ask him questions to better understand how the situation is affecting him. You guys, this is going to help him process whatever is going on. And it's ultimately going to help bring you both closer together because as he gets to process, you'll get to understanding better. And it's going to help you come to a resolution at some point when the time is right. And that's where we go into my last step here. And that is unless you can both be calm and speak to each other civilly, it would be better to table the conversation until another time. Nothing good is going to come from an angry conversation, right? And so, you know, let him do what he's got to do or say what he's got to say. And if he, you can tell him if you, you know, if you can calm down, like if we can both be calm, we can talk about it. Otherwise, I'm going to have to ask that we talk about this another time. And so that way it will give him the space to calm down and you space to gather your thoughts. And then you can come together at another time, right? Okay. So those were the five tools. And before that, we talked about kind of like all the reasons why this is important and how helpful it's going to be for you and your marriage and helping it be the marriage that you want it to be and helping you feel more connected and helping you be the woman you want to be, that woman that you want to be remembered for. So I hope this helps you. And like I said earlier, you can try just one of these strategies or put a few of them together. Whatever feels best for you and whatever helps you is ultimately what's best. If you'd like more help putting together a personalized strategy, reach out to me. I would love to help you work on being the woman that you want to be. Thank you so much for listening in. Please let me know if you have any specific questions. And remember to download your free ultimate guide to guilt-free self-care and join us in the Life Design community on Facebook. Thank you so much. I'll